handsome, no good looks or wealth. But the girls I chase in my plain face will compromise their health. Now I know fellas worse than me, bow-legged and boss-eyed. Walking out with lovely women clinging to their side. Now if women like them, like men like those, why don't women like me? Look at Empress Josephine, the most attractive woman that ever was seen. Yet Napoleon. I do love from Michael. Well, here it is. It's time once again to stop your singing and serenading on this lovely day with those that you love and begin dining and discussing on the tickler with the effervescent and ever uh, youthful oh, Julian. And we have a special guest. His name is Evan. And he uh, has a middle name which defines what he does. He's Evan Forager. I don't know his last name. But um, the, the question on the table you go tonight is this. We forage, okay? And the Old Testament says that... Um, Steve Downson Prep. We yeah. are prepared to go out into the wilderness and eat, like the prophets, locusts dipped in honey and, and, and survive and come back with visions and share them. As foragers, it's been going on for a long time. And we can do this as foragers. We can go out and we can find stuff that will sustain us, body, mind, spirit. Or we can go out and we can forage our hearts. I think a lot more people forage the wildness of our hearts than they do the wildness of what they pick up off the forest. You know where this is going. <laughs> so um, this, con this dinner tonight is going to be interesting because as a farmer, I foraged. I went out to my own backyard. That's not really foraging, got, though, is it? Well, what's the difference between foraging Because you propagated that, all that stuff. You've already, you like, laid it in. And uh, whereas yeah. Evan goes out and he, fi he finds it in the nooks and crannies, yeah? Yeah, I'm interested in those things that are uh, sort of outside of sort of normal you know what? Well, I mean, no, you go into the nooks and crannies. You've got to get really, really close to that thing. Well, you go into the nooks and crannies, yeah, but I'm. Because as we were on the road on the way over, it's about um, discovery. he was like pointing to the left and right and being like, that there's some nice mushrooms on the other side of the road. It's two things. I wanted yeah. to find something that was novel. You know, this, someone hadn't. You know, this is why eaten. this is why you started doing it. Yeah, largely. This was a late um, in life development. Yeah, somewhere. Yeah, recently. Did you have I mean, a? Did you have a? This is like a few, <laughs> few weeks ago when he read Martha Stewart Living. No, but Yule Gibbons, <laughs> Yule Gibbons had such a messed up childhood, and he had to go out because if he didn't find it, he didn't eat. Right. A lot of foragers have really messed no, up. No, I, I started doing it because I knew I could sell the stuff and buy the expensive coffee I needed. <laughs> so this really, is smart boy. Yeah. Um, did did it work? You kind of you yeah, except I, I changed the tea. Now I only drink tea. So you smell like burritos and McDonald's. I do uh, not <laughs> hardly. I, I smell like you're not you're not you're not very successful. Wait, how long have you been doing it? Well, I mean, depends on what you mean. Um, I mean, I've been doing it for restaurants for about eight years. And uh, what do you, what do they like? What I mean, what you bring them? What do they like? Yeah, what do they buy from you? Well, uh, they yeah. buy anything and everything, I suppose. But uh, do they do they like say go out and look for this thing, and uh, then you yeah, go? They are uh, in, the, in the city, so they you know they don't have the time. No, but they do they say to you like, hey, we're looking oh, for some whatever. Right, sometimes, but and then rarely. You, and, then you have I, to, I, and then you have to find. I a give them a list. I don't. And is it easy to find a Walmart that sells that kind of stuff? <laughs> they bring it down in your car. <laughs> is that right. it's tricky, you, no? Julian? I can tell right now that Evan would never, ever misrepresent the acorns and pine nuts that he finds. Oh, yeah, yeah, never. yeah. Acorns. Good luck yeah. with those. Yeah. Pigs eat them. You can eat them. They do. And that's why, why not just eat the pig? Indians, Indians used to. Yeah, that's a good point. But um, Some acorns are better than others. You know, some you, you don't need to really leach the tannins out of some of them. They're largely ready to go, whereas yeah. our red oak around here has extremely tannic acorns that you need to process. Yeah. Have you ever eaten one of those? Uh, They're nasty. Not, not with enjoyment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, have but you there are, in fact, so many things around us that you know one could forage for pleasure. They're so tasty. And, yeah, but and, 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 and largely <laughs> unknown. When you say one could, I hate that because you're probably the only one that could. Okay, so no, when you I say one Marguerite could, could Marguerite like, could as well. Oh, come on, there, there, are, there are not a lot of you around. You know Marguerite, yeah? Well, well, no, I don't. The other, our, our forager no, around no, here. No, I stay Come clear on. about other people. Like, no. you, know, you never run into them. That's my point. There's only one of you. 
Oh, well, that's not true. You do- totally run into Marguerite. You pr- prearranged to run into Marguerite down by the, like, down by n- the nook and cranny right. where you can, like, forage <laughs> together and do something no, no, in like the mosses. Um, some of these, like a uh, chanterelle mushroom, for example, right? right very right, common right, right, mushroom. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And um, very delicious. Yeah. And uh, it, you could... Anyone listening can go out and find these regularly. And once you, they you could? Know, become familiar with them, it's no more difficult than... Uh, than what? Locating a carrot in the grocery store. I mean, that's ridiculous. Isn't way more. I know where the grocery store is. I can go. And I know where the grocery store is. In other words, but the, it is the, aisle, the chanterelle aisle. No, the it's from my neighborhood. No, it's yeah. way more difficult. It's not. It's, it's not. Difficult. You know the habitat. You know their season. They all. They always. You know. They cling to the same habitats. What's their habitat? Well. It sort of depends on the shot. Sh- okay. ah, that's already a little tricky. I can tell you okay. where the carrot hey, shop I can is. Tell you you say to me, like, where the carrot shop is. I'll put, say the AMP. Yeah. I, I bet there are grocery stores right here where you can't find an avocado, you know, and you go in. You know, well, what does that avocado. mean? Well, I, I just mean that uh, it's, it's, it would be f- far easier to find uh, a chanterelle a sh- than an avocado in the Catskills. In some places. You seem, <laughs> you seem so educated. and, and uh, He's and, panicking. You, seem you know, he's, he's also. He's very. <laughs> He speaks well, and yeah, in, in spite of the fact that he wanders through how the did, woods. How did he end up being a poaching? Yeah, do you have a college education? Uh, no, I don't. Do you have a high school education? Barely. So you have succeeded. But you have a background in something other than um, scavenging, or whatever you call it. Oh, no, I've always been sort of a vulture. No, but, you, but there's been other stuff. Didn't you have some, like, you once wrote to me that you had, like, a mentor or something. Oh, like, no, poet, no, don't start talking. Like what, Tom Brown. there are no, don't'ts? No, no, no. You didn't say there were any Did you don't's go to school for this? This is the first of several no. don'ts that you're going to have to get through. I'm not answering that question. So what was the mentor? What was that all about? The mentor? No, it's you said you had a mentor. Oh, I fancy poetry for a short while. Right, so what was that about? Oh, I, I liked this guy's poems, so I wrote to him uh, you know, a letter, and he wrote back. Oh, he wrote back, and you formed like a, a kind of poetic... Yeah. You, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, he was in Japan. Oh, wow. So Did that was the extent visit? of it? You didn't I mean, go... was that part of no. getting out into the woods? No, 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 hardly. And um, so what is that? I mean, I grew up, I grew up in, you know, in the country. And so it was. Uh, and did your parents influence you in terms of your love of the out of doors and your keen ability to observe what was about and then eat it? No, not whatsoever. No, no, your parents weren't <laughs> no. part of that. No, my, my parents are actually from New York City and then moved to the country. And so um, what were the bridges that got you into foraging? Uh, Eco conscious summer camp. Is it really? Yeah, that was one of them, wow. certainly. So it was a sin- um, there is a sincere reason behind all of this. Yeah. You trying to mask it Look, under I your j- like? No, okay. This yeah. is really this is the origin. I just wanted to give a name to things around me, whether it was the wildflowers, whether it was birds, whether it was trees. Well, that's sincere. And then, well, yeah, okay. So, and then <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to give names. I mean, that that's so embarrassing. That, that is. <laughs> No, I mean, I wanted to know. That? I wanted to know the things around me. But every, okay, oh, my bowels every everybody listening. goes to school. I guess, I guess if you had gone to school, you would have learned that. But um, <laughs> what's, oh, what's what? school? What are you talking about? That, um, so cheesy. Yeah, I'm very cheesy. Now, if we were to sit down for 10 hours and have you write out everything that you know, all of the names, would it read Well, like you're, a, you're doing a book. He's would, doing a book. Oh, oh, you are doing a book on this. So it would be like an, a field guide to... Ah. No, it won't be a field guide. Is it an emotional... Is it the emotional <laughs> counterpart to what it is to forage? Is it about your ex-girlfriend? <laughs> is it? Are, is this a Kiss and Tell book? Uh, what is now, it? Have, and speaking of like... He hasn't said anything. He's, he's, he's like grinning. Have, <laughs> what a smirk. Oh, no, you're the one who's grinning. <laughs> have you ever picked something that was a no-no without you knowing it? Oh, and yeah. you kind of poisoned yourself and you thought you were going to die. And there on the fourth floor by yourself dying or vomiting. Um, you thought about all of the women that you could have loved or maybe apologized to for your bad behavior. No, but has the first part ever happened? You really had like a bad accident. No, I have not had. It. I mean, I'm, I'm too conservative for that. Oh, I'm not going to. Yeah, you know, but you've be had, reckless. You've but had things that are a little dodgy. Or you, uh, one thing only. Really? Well, yeah. In the whole Let's time? About it. time? Well, yeah. I, um, I've tasted plenty of things. You know, put things in my mouth that were like, not no. yeah. appealing. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. Nibble and spit was the first name of the, the company. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. 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 Um, <laughs> and uh, no, I had this one mushroom that I thought might have been hallucinogenic. I knew it's you know, genus, and then uh, it was very close to the species, so it wasn't going to do me d- damage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I made a tea of it and drank it, and it made my tongue bitter for a week. 
Oh, that's the extent of it? It didn't make your tongue fall out? It didn't. No, no, no. Just a better tongue. A bitter, wow. a bitter tongue. Did, did you have friends that tasted your tongue that told you that it was bitter? And maybe was the bitterness of that moment the thing that broke your relationship? I did have. You, you suffered from have, bitter tongues? I, I, bitter t- no, I didn't. You did have what? Other, other friends who had the same mushroom tea. Like I gave them yeah. mine. And they didn't get bitter tongue? No, and they said it was great and they had a no you know, bitter tongue. Well, that's like, they were, they were that's drunk like, on this mushroom. That's like uh, oh. soapy cilantro or uh, right. or. or or pea, yeah. pea, well, asparagus. No, no, it was bitter. Asparagus it's pea. Bi- no, no, no. Bitter, it was bitter, bitter for everyone. Yeah, but it didn't make their tongue better. Damn, it didn't. In the wild things, is one man's meat another <laughs> man's poison, so to speak, in terms of how people are perceiving that stuff you bring in? I mean, is, it, is there a wide range of how people are taking in the sensations of, of the, mud, the bitterness or the taste? Because these are unusual things. Are they unusual? You, you started off by saying you you did this because you wanted to pursue the unusual. No, but well, like, yeah, they were unusual at the beginning, right? Because uh, I knew nothing, so it was uh, all just yeah. pure gain. And eventually, you know, now I'm yeah. a little bored. Uh, oh yeah, but there, you, there are fewer and fewer things to. But to when do. you're putting them on a menu, like if some if some place in Brooklyn or is putting it on, right, it, right. are they are they deliberately putting on stuff where they're like, well, what the hell is witch's butt winkle wonkle or whatever, or is it are they? Are they things where you're just like, yeah, it's a chantron mushroom? Well, no, there are, uh, some, some people are certainly putting on things that are a little more obtuse. Uh, but is that the point of using you? Uh, it could be for some. And <laughs> do, you get, do you get branded okay, by this on to your menus? Is it by fiddleheads by Evan? <laughs> do, you, do you always get a call out? Uh, no, not so much. You should I mean, write now, that in now there's a lot of com- po- competition, really, yeah. so, and uh, big distribution companies selling a lot of these things. And, and I don't... Specialize in the that sort of the common forage things like. Listen, if I was your manager, I would insist that these restaurants, you know, buy Evan. Well, you're hired. Well, they do do a little bit of that. Yeah, they probably do. I stay out of it. I'm very reluctant to do any of it. Now, when you walk into a new restaurant and you say, "I can go out there and I can find you this, 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 and that," do they see you as kind of a freak, or do they see you as an aspirational god? There's nothing in between. Nothing in between. <laughs> no, when you walk in with a, a, a box full of eggs. When I walk into my loincloth. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> and, uh, and your staff. And right? I walk right through and, the dining room. And you've got a beard that's made out of honeybees, right? Yeah. They, <laughs> I think they you're think that's pretty normal. God. Yeah. Some, um, something I'm an ass, something I'm aspirational. Is it all through referral that you get your business? Only word of mouth. Yeah. Word of mouth. Nice. nice. But it's a small community. And is it all Brooklyn? Fuck you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I mean, no, that's true. Uh, you can say you can say anything you like because we already know you're never coming back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the FDA is coming down. <laughs> Food and Drug Administration is going to close your operation. No, it's, it's not. It's not all Brooklyn. There's some other places too. Uh, Manhattan. Oh, there's is Manhattan there, and there, Brooklyn. Oh, there right, still right, is right. a Manhattan. Right. We've, no. we've been up here too long. Right. Um, so well. tell us a little bit about the food scene from the wild point of view in Manhattan and Brooklyn. Are, do you sell everything you can bring in? Do they? Is there a real hungry market for this? Uh, there is, and it's largely sold before I can pick it. Mm. Mm. So it's uh, it's sold before you. Can, <clears throat> all right, it's, it's robust. So you are going out to put to get stuff that it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. My question. Forget my question. Okay. Steve, so, I'm going to step in here. There's probably nothing in the world these days more important than somebody that's living an authentic life, particularly a life that uh, is hard to replicate. You've got to find yourself groupies. That you've got to have a fan club of people that you know. Oh, Evan, I just I loved your cattail soup. It was so good. Can you get me? you know that kind of thing? It's got to be going on. I wish. No, you do have a little bit of something, just don't you? Nothing? Oh, come on. No, no not What's really. The, just you no. two. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, for the moment. <laughs> we, right, right. We're, we're losing interest. <laughs> oh uh, there, listen, let's, let's take this thing to another level. There's a certain poverty in Should the I bring world. those mushrooms in? Uh, <laughs> I want to see the radios float by. Anyway, the, the, uh, the staff that's waiting on us right now, uh, we'd have to share it, and I wouldn't want to see them floating around. Um, 
there's a certain poverty in the world that comes from uh, the sameness that happens in, in everything, the supermarket, the, the menus here and there, the, what you wake up and do during the day. And you completely break out of that sort of poverty by spending your life in the wild and coming back with evidence of it that uh, other people can share. Do you find that your life through what you've done, that you have become a bigger, better, different person and can now look at this impoverished world that we live in and, uh, and write a good book that everybody's going to want to read? Well, I don't I'll try to answer. Yeah, some, go on. Some, try and answer. Uh, some of that. Uh, it's, it's not quite idyllic. I'm tethered to refrigeration. I have to, uh, you know, I have to pack the boxes and get them onto the FedEx truck. And so it's, it's very normal. Uh, I don't often free myself up to get away to explore that mountain up there that I've wanted to for years or, you know, to go to a different place and to just uh, uh, escape having to do the job. I would like to just wander around looking at things, not even pick anything, but just identify yeah, yeah. them. Yeah. How <clears throat> how much of a job is it? Well, it's a full-time job. It is? It's yeah, like, it's greater than full-time, yeah. yeah. It is? Oh, you go okay, every morning, you're like, I go do more. Yeah, yeah. That means and, that you, you know, dream from, about it. If it's bigger yeah. than no, it's a, life. It's, it can be you know, 5 a.m. to 11 every night, yeah. uh, 11 p.m. And then... Uh, wow, you really have a job. Yeah, wow. no, it's, I I know, exactly, exactly. You know, you think, oh, it's just a little... Oh, you should stop. You're like a wage slave. So... But this is all unreported income, so you're good oh, in terms yeah. of the tax. Yeah, thing. right, so right, right. No, it's not. The handy. rest of the no, 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 it's all it's all reported. It's all reported. Oh, absolutely. So you have to pay taxes, or are you like farm <laughs> exempt? Like That's so weird. It's, it's that, all, like a poacher scavenger no, will be paying. You like wouldn't taxes, think that right? you'd be part of the system. Isn't it supposed to be yeah, just know, like right? an, it's supposed to be like an eel down the front of your pants and like a yeah. like a squirrel in your in in your, in your pocket? Sounds so much better. Right, but it, none of that. what it is. No, no, no. Because, <clears throat> because the Brooklyn restaurants want receipts and want to do all And the Manhattan restaurants do, right, too. Right, Especially right. the Manhattan right, ones. Right. Brooklyn is. So you're kind of an institutionalized wild man. Yeah. It's you're no longer like, wild. I'm so, what's of, a, <coughs> so, what's the, so, the, so the book is not going to tell us all how to go out and... No, there are too many of those books already. Oh, right. So what's yours? Oh, you told me once. Like, it's going to be more story-driven. More. Yeah. Well, you tell me what it is. No, it is. It's, you know... Mem us, memoir, elevator, if you will. Give uh, us the elevator speech. Is it a little John Burroughsy kind? John Burroughs. Who's John Burroughs? Uh, <laughs> I hope not. I hope <laughs> no, not. John Burroughs. I hope it's more a John Krakauer who wrote the greatest forager book in the world called Into the Wild, where this kid goes out and eats yeah. a bad berry and just dies. <clears throat> In an old in an old school bus. Is, that's not why he died in the end, though. Yeah, it is right. why he died. No, oh, no, no. I think there are more recent reports that say yeah. that's not what it was. Yeah, he, it wasn't that. Yeah, yeah. His journals say that he ate the wrong berry. And, and no, yeah, it, it was something he about. Didn't know. Yeah, he didn't know any. He didn't know anything about anything that he was doing. He just ran away from Bonnaroo. Well, that even makes it a better forager <laughs> story. Uh, <laughs> the, um, is your book going to be like that, where you just Who's? ran away from life as you? Where I die at the end? Uh, and no, no, no. We, that's unacceptable. Mm. Uh, you're too smart for that. Um, but is your is your book going to give us an idea? Give read us a a, a sentence, oh, or a, a chapter. I, I don't have I don't have that. He doesn't have his manuscript here. Um, yeah, but no, it's it's, it's, it's going to be. Uh, it's what do you call him though? Who's publishing it? Faden. Uh, oh, it's Faden. Yeah. Faden. So he's fancy. He's yeah. a little fa yeah, Faden. Faden do the fancy hipstery more hipstery cookbooky. Like yeah. did they, who did they do? Did they do the Marlowe thing? You're connected uh, no, to, they, aren't you connected to the whole Marlo Talo? No, not at all. Yes, uh, you are. I, oh, my God. There's it, no connection. I don't know what the connection is. I'm, I'm just, I, I sell to restaurants. I'm like a farm. But there is a connection. You hang out with those dudes all the time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is Jewish radio. Jewish. This Come is on. This is Alternate radio. reality. Come on. You, you no, know, it's, no it's, it's absolutely. Here, down there. I would love to. I would love to. Please, if you're listening, <laughs> invite me to one of your parties because I've never been. That's where we met in the, <clears throat> met in the first place. No. At a party? Yes, a Brushland event. Yeah. Where, Which has like, nothing to do with. Where the dude from, like, Achilles Heel or whatever was ripping a, 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 a okay. pig to pieces or something, yeah? Okay, fine. That's fine. So but that is true that that's where we met, yeah? yeah that is true, but right. my connection to... You have more of a connection now. You sell to those guys all the you time. You were at the same dinner, so we oh have Oh, my God, I feel, like I'm in, I feel like I'm uh, interrogating you. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, um, judge, can you make this a witness for the... Uh, an aggressive witness no or whatever? Uh, now, I... I 
I, I think that um, we have with us here, he, he's a good-looking guy, and he's strong, and evidently he goes out How there every you, day and, and, uh, really and exercises. And he, he looks actually like a modern dancer, maybe better than a modern dancer. Yeah. Because he's yeah. actually performing something that... Uh, it was a dream. When I gave up a dream to be a professional baseball player, I wanted to be a modern dancer. So a bad knee. Perfect. Did you want to be a modern dancer? I did, you really did. Actually. But right. can, did. if we can, so that's ironic. I need you. But it is a little ironic. It is a little ironic that that would end up. I need Julian Steve. on this idea. Yeah. So we've got Evan, who's a good-looking outdoor guy who knows how to survive when everything else falls apart. Yeah. And there's got to be a sequel to Cormac McCarthy's The Road, which mm. is this devastating story of a post-apocalyptic mm. world. Don't know what happened, but there's no- nothing's living anymore. And everybody's looking for cans, you know. And when they find a soda, it's like party time. But... If there's a sequel to that, where this young boy who is uh, orphaned by his father who basically bleeds his lungs out and is uh, taken up by another tribe, he grows up, right? This boy grows up, and he is the new uh, promise for the human race. This is him. Evan could be cast as this guy. He He could could be the Cormac McCarthy sequel to The Road. Yeah. And... uh, and so that'd be a much better book than the book you're thinking yeah, no, about. Yeah, absolutely. Right now. I agree. And, and but I'm far too fancy for that. Like, look, none of the, I'm not a survivalist. Uh, and uh, I just pick some of these things because they taste good. Yeah. So the mushrooms, you can't get better things. Yeah. I no, look forward to sense. them every season. So it's. There's that weird form of self deprecation that is a kind of inverted form of self-promotion yeah <laughs> yeah so he's painstakingly trying to achieve you're too happy you just, people just roll <laughs> their eyes I mean, you're, you're way too happy you must be making a lot of money and a lot of friends with this job of yours but you're living in the back of your I'm truck making, i'm making enemies <laughs> why are you living i'm living in the, in the front truck? of my truck i don't even bother getting into the back <laughs> but actually. you are but you are living in your truck so why is that how does that all add up why uh, yeah why? yeah What's a typical day in your truck like? I mean, what, what goes on here? <laughs> well, I, are you I li- have to kick the wine bottles out of the out of the uh, around from the pedals before are I can start. Are you day. living in the back of your truck? No, I'm living in the front. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah, let's get that right. But you are camping. So at the moment, you're a little itinerant. Oh, I'm absolutely itinerant a yeah. lot of the time. And why is that? Well, what are you running away from him? No, doesn't everyone want to be a little itinerant? Yes, I know absolutely. you. You. you no. Everybody you does. Everybody, everybody has wants. that fantasy, but yes. they don't. So actually I'm living do out it. the fantasy but for everyone else. No, you're I'm just doing being, it for others. There has to be a one facetious, non-facetious. Yeah, you know answer. what it is? Airbnb. That's the problem. All right. I'm sorry. Okay, why is Airbnb the problem? Can you tell us? Well, about because that? Uh, there's no place to rent where I live in. You know, the there's coastal no place, Maine. No place to rent in Bavina either. Apparently, right. nobody can get a long-term rental in the Catskills anymore. Because yeah. everything's on that beam. Yeah, there we go. So Do you, uh, that's my problem. I should buy a place. You're just here in the northeast, uh, going out and getting food. That right? You you don't go to the southwest or no. The I keep it. I keep it just in this this area. And so, give us a day in your life. What a, a typical day of foraging. Give tell us what that's like. Well, it's uh, waking up at a. A sort of normal hour, uh, sometimes taking a ferry to an island, picking sea plants, um, coming back, packaging them, you know, or refrigerating them, packing them, shipping them off. Uh, I mean, it's, it's... The first part sounded amazing. Taking right. a ferry yeah. over to a yeah, uh, thing sea to plants. pick sea plants. Right. Yeah, that sounded great. The yeah. pa- the, is uh, that, the is that a nice word for, like, seaweed? Um, well... Sea plants. Sea, no, seaweed's a different... Oh, it's entirely. not a plant. Well, what's a sea plant? Well, a sea plant would be uh, intertidal uh, yeah. um, plants that taste like the sea often. So like, it, it, it's like lettuce that has salt on it. Roughly, succulents. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, you know. Really? And they're on menus? Have I eaten stuff like that? Oh, you probably have. And what's it called? Well, they have, there are Kelp. many of them, actually. You know. Well, give me one. Uh, what would I have eaten? <laughs> not so attractive name. Sea blight. I haven't eaten sea blight. Well, I, who's got sea blight? I, I apologize. On this menu? I should have brought you some. Who's yeah? Who's got sea blight on their menu? Oh, n- uh, plenty of places. Marlow and Sons. Uh, <laughs> and so let's move on from sea blight. <laughs> Do you uh, do you I supply that guy Frederick? That um, uh, uh, of course that he uses sea blight all over the place. Yeah? Uh, Frederick probably harvests his own. He, he's a mango. Yeah. He has his own sea blight. He might. <laughs> Where does he get that from? Well, the sea. I hope. He's nowhere near the sea. Oh come on! He goes to the no. edge of Manhattan. But that is. You, uh, but you are doing things with him, yeah? Of course you're doing. No, things no, no, with no. Him. no, no actually, not, not much. I know Fred. Uh, oh, Fred. Freddie. <laughs> 
Can you share this with me? I'm, I'm sitting here eating my arugula, wondering, what are you guys talking about? I, I, I took, I took Freddie uh, a picking once up, up, upstate. I'll bet you did. Yeah. No, he has a place up here. And he, I know, I know, in Sydney. Frederick, he's, he's made a, um, he's doing that whole, like, Noma thing. It's basically that. Yeah, it's Noma in Brooklyn. Isn't it? He's doing his own thing. He's doing it. It's a Scandinavian. You know that whole Scandinavian. I do know. I'm very familiar with that. So he's so salty, Julie. He's like, he's like Noma Williamsburg, <laughs> but he's a lovely guy. I'm sure he's lovely. He's a lovely looking guy. He's a handsome he? fellow. Yeah. With the hair and all that stuff and whatever. Lots is he married? Yeah, well, he is married. Yes. Yeah, right. Uh, do you think that you would be as successful <laughs> as you are if you looked like a troll? If you had like hairy warts and you were. I like to think so. Had a big hump. Oh my God, that would be more. Maybe more. more yeah, successful, that would be more actually. successful. Yeah. But so okay, so a lot of your stuff is C based. No, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm itinerant, so. No, but Maine and the C. You were talking about. C but I, I live elsewhere stuff, as well, which makes sense. Pennsylvania, like, Vermont. Because this, so Steve, this whole nomery, that's all largely s s um, fishy type stuff, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what they do, Noma and stuff? No, I don't think it's oh, no. particularly fishy. No, they, they, I think it's you know it's a, a wide variety. Pickly and like um, uh, what's that thing that you do when you ferment? They do a lot of fermenting type stuff and all that kind yeah, of. They thing. lack of ferment, but the problem with the the, the Finns and the Norwegians that do this, they live in a habitat where there's not real food. They, they live on the edge of. An so ocean, they have to. Do so it. a lot of that has to come from there, um, but but you know like John Berger, the art critic, oh, who yeah. wrote into their labors. Um, would talk about the last of the peasant societies in France, and he and he would pull out of these woods these old ladies that were crones, right? They were mythical, bent, old, leathery women that would only come out when the mushrooms were up, and they would come down with these baskets of wild mushrooms, and the towns would would um, they would part like the Red Sea parting because this miracle was happening, and this old crone would come in and she'd sell her mushrooms, and the town would basically go on holiday, and then she'd disappear back into the woods until, you know, the following year. Um, and that is something that was endemic in these small cultures in Europe and so on. Even in America, I can remember as a kid, salesmen would not follow the ramp season because they would walk into these towns and because it was the first green thing up, the town would smell so bad that they didn't walk on, you know, they would not knock on a door to sell a toilet brush because it was too repulsive. But this whole idea of you as a forager following a season and pulling out things that are just precious for the moment, you know, has been part of, I think, the best part of what that whole movement's about is you're getting a taste of something that is so rare and transient. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, the proof is in the tasting. And, you know, you get somebody that's got a mouth for that, a chef or, or you know, somebody that, you know, knows you as an individual and just loves to cook. And you can see in their face that they're getting it, right? Well, I mean, frankly, that the thing that you're picking is ephemeral makes it Actually, yeah. tastier. Yeah, 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 you know yeah. that's part the of the whole it. idea. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's value, and uh, and I, I'm picking these things every season and getting to know the seasons intimately through nice. its crops yeah. um, every year. And uh, so I have a calendar of years uh, made up from having picked, you know, harvested these these crops, and it's always different. Every year, is so. Subtle. That's lovely. And, uh, <clears throat> but maybe that's why it ramps, because the whole ramp thing, yeah. you, every year we start on the ramp thing, we're like, oh, right, they're coming right, up, right. and we get all excited. Two weeks in. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, right. Where, in fact, you know, before the ramps come up, there are a dozen other things which are equally what? wonderful. What? Well, there's a, a, a few different brassicas, wild broccolis. There's a turnip. Okay, so listen. <laughs> you know, you could find this uh, uh, brassica rapa. Uh, it's a wild broccoli, such a broccoli rob, and it grows abundantly, prolifically, in floodplains uh, and in tilled soil, uh, and it's very delicious. And its root can be a pound, right? That's a but big. no one, no one even no one knows thinks that. about it or mm. knows it. No, I pulled one up. You know, the the broccoli I had eaten, uh, but I pulled it up, and there was a a very large, very tasty root. Uh, so th there we go. So you, you're listening to the evening tickler with uh, with Evan right now, and and we are experiencing something here at table 
that's extraordinary. Julian and I are um, being mesmerized and, and seduced by the idea that under our feet, in spite of us just walking through looking for ramps, there are delicious things happening here. And it's a bit of knowledge that I think is going to come through in, in the book Evan is writing, and it will make us a better people because, as you know, you're <laughs> listening to WIOX Community Radio, live and local in the Catskill Mountains at 91.3 FM and on MTC Cable Channel 20. You can get this at WIOXradio.org on the web or any smart device. And, uh, and we want you to know that the evening tickler loves you as much as Evan loves wild turnips. Hello, I'm Robert Steed, host of Uncompromising Music on WIOX, here to invite you to join me at an uncompromising live broadcast event, the Manhattan in the Mountains Faculty Concert. Instructors and students from the Manhattan in the Mountains program will be performing Dvorak, Schumann, Amy Beach, Doknanyi, and Frank at the Dr. O Center for the Arts in the village of Hunter, and live on WIOX Community Radio, Saturday evening, August the 5th at 8 o'clock. I hope you can join us. It's sure to be uncompromising. WIOX is supported by Mountain Flame in Arkville, featuring a range of products for home heating solutions. A variety of fireplaces, wood stoves, and gas and pellet stoves are available and on display. For sales and service, Mountain Flame in Arkville. Warming home since 1980. Details at mountainflame.com. WIOX is supported by Columbia Green Media and their Hudson Valley 360 multimedia website. For news and event information, including video and photo galleries covering the Hudson Valley and the Catskills, hudsonvalley360.com. <laughs> Good friends with this number guy. Ha ha ha! Ho ho ho! Oh. You know, it's 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 fascinating to think that there really is um, the ability to go out and kick through the forest floor and and bring up that that smell of of wildness and and get it in something other than an expensive wine that's been sold to you just exactly that way at a restaurant, um, because so many. Very high-end products that we buy and are introduced to us have labels that are very close to what it is that the foraging ethic is all about. And, and it's pretentious, you know, when you hear about the rust and, and you hear about the old grapevine and you hear about all of these adjectives that go into describing something that um, then has a correlation to a very expensive price. But these are all basic words that come through an original experience and just going out and digging in the dirt. And um, the wine that we're having tonight certainly has that richness of uh, barnyard shit. Which, um, oh, you can't say that. No, I can because Coleman Andrews, Coleman, that. Coleman Andrews wrote that. You can't in, say in shit because other people have said it before. No, no, you can't say that, but you can say barnyard shit because <laughs> that, is the, that is the definition. You know, you need to write me a long list of well, which types that I can to, say and can't say. It has to be in context and it has to be real. Coleman Andrews, uh, food critic, good friend of mine, um, he can back me up on this. If uh, anybody wants to close us down for that, we're cool. But back to the point of how these descriptions have taken over the actual experience of, uh, of eating. And the Noma is exactly it. If, if any of you out there have, have read what goes on on these menus, uh, of, the, of the foraging menus, it, it really is. It, it, you read through this, and, it, and it's like a drumbeat that takes you back 20,000 years into what it was when we were rock apes scraping lichen off of a rock. Yeah, kind of, but isn't yeah. it a, Well, that's what it harkens back to, but weren't we just saying that... But that's like a trend. It's got to be. That's, like a, that's like a thing. But well, because we were just saying, like, yeah. after farm to table, where are you going to go? You're like, well, how about... Uh, Stuff that we found uh, found underneath the desk right. or whatever, yeah. and that's basically what it is. Yeah, I mean, I assume there's a. Yeah, it's certainly trendy. Uh, is it a trend? Uh, is it on the back end of its trend? 
Well, is, no, 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 I don't think it is. Is Noma still voted the like best restaurant in the world every year or whatever? Well, are they off the boil? They don't really boil sorry, anything, do they? Yeah, ever? Are they off the ferment? <laughs> <laughs> are they? What's his name again? It's, it stopped fermenting. What's his name? What's his name? Uh, Rene. Rene. Right, 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 right. His book's good. His thing about the where, the, where he went to Mexico or whatever. Oh, I've, I've not seen that. I'm sure. Oh, it's good. It's something that he go, he kind of goes. I think he goes to Mexico somewhere and he starts to freak out, mm. and he's like. I think I'm thinking about the right person. But if it's not him, yeah, yeah. then it's someone like him. Okay. Um, and he starts freaking out, and he's like, this is all a bunch of... Like, has a big um, identity crisis about all of the pretentious... Like, where can, where can I go with this? And goes all the way back. But then he ends up doing um, $400 tasting menus in Tulum. Okay, right. That, you, that is what's going on, I, yeah? I believe that's something, yeah. I've heard of... I, I, I really don't know. You know better than I. That must be a little tricky, though, you would think, to go down to Tulum into a... You know, basically, is it third world? It's got to be close to Not third Tulum. world. Tulum has more... No, but Mexico. Than no, but Mexico. Well, so you're going to go down well, there. The people who are coming to there is probably flying down there, right? Yeah, yeah but nonetheless, For you're going event. into a community yeah. like that, and then you're, you're building, you're working off the idea of, like, the local indigenous cactuses or whatever mm-hmm. the hell it is, and then it's a $400 tasting menu. Mm-hmm. It's a little tricky to PR that one into good shape there are there are food groupies that will fly for events like this yeah i'm just saying i think you can do it you're going to fill it of course people are going to be turning up like crazy but isn't it doesn't it set off a few alarm bells in your like this is well how about uh, how about julian uh, is another tickler event if uh, we hosted a dinner that was purveyed by evan and we promoted, you know... Well, you've pr- done to that, no, yeah. To no, end. no, but the tickler, which would be odd. Right. Okay, and, and we would get some things that Evan would purvey on the farm, which might not be wild, but it would be there. And then he could go into the surrounding forest and, and w- with a pig, maybe, to help him find some stuff, like those big uh, tubers. <laughs> um, and the basil rosettas that are lurking down there underneath the sedge grass. And we have a dinner... And and what we do is we we gold paint Evan and we put him on a stump, right? And and we talk about him Excuse as me? a petrified icon from the old days. And everybody just thinks that he is up there cast Wait, in gold. You did eat those mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think this way all the time. Cast in gold. And then right when the soup comes on, right, and everybody goes, Oh, that thing that happens when you eat something really delicious. The icon comes alive, and, and people have this religious experience. Right, right, right. Because right. It's not, we don't want the normal, <laughs> you typical do, you dinner. you do that? I won't dance. <laughs> <laughs> but do you, you're an ex-modern dancer. Why not? You can wear your thong or whatever. I auditioned for one dance company. You, you did? did? You actually I did an audition? I, I knew in New York City, yeah. Where did you well, learn this? enough to be able to audition? And you didn't just turn up uh, like and take it. Take your jeans off and start dancing around. <laughs> so you did a little bit of training. That's you did classes leotard, somewhere. Yeah, that's not a but that's you good. did do classes, yeah, of course. Yeah, do so. you have a unitard? <laughs> are you a, what they wear? Are you a complete uh, unitard? Wait, waiter, could you please bring me some more of that uh, wine that's got the complexity? <laughs> you do have a unitard, do you? It, um, Is that what they wear? He said, as if he didn't. Because <laughs> he didn't have seven or eight in the back cards. of his truck. So, uh, I work cards. You, you do I work cards. I wear cards when I pick. You know, yeah, so I, wait. So where did you yeah. do training as a dancer? Thoreau said, you know, don't don't trust anyone who has to put on a different outfit for different. Oh, so, oh, okay. So. Just oh, right, right. So you dance in the world. You were like whatever. But where did you you did a little bit of training? Yeah. And you actually wanted to be a dancer. Yeah. Who did you audition for? Liz Lerman Dance Exchange. Oh yeah. Uh, hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> if, if any of our listeners are familiar with you that, please that. call in and give us some background <laughs> on it. We want to. Evan, I think, <laughs> has a little bit of the Blarney in him, maybe just a little bit. Palabolus uh, was the Are you goal. making Palabolus was the Oh, you were trying Palabolus. to be Palabolus? Right. <laughs> you can bend over backwards and kiss hey, the. I lit, I lit a, a foraging tour with Palabolus. You did? They wanted to forage? Yeah. Why they want to Actually, forage? Actually, one of the founders, is uh, he, he knows mushrooms very well. Because it's kind of connected to their whole... Yeah, yeah, yeah so I guess that kind of makes sense. Yeah. 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 Palavlis is uh, a mind stretcher. Wait, do you we know, have uh, more booze? Yeah, there's another uh, oh, yeah. cor- a corkage that needs to happen. Evan, um, question. Sorry. Everybody that gets to a point in their life where they're um, focusing and working hard they do it because they're passionate about what they're doing, and, and there's discovery and learning. 
And, you know, evidently you're in that place right now, but um, it, it will likely, you'll mature out of it. You, you'll get old and you'll get arthritis and, and you'll have to do something else. Have you started to think about what the next, what, what happens after fortune? Yeah, you can't keep doing this. I think this. about it routinely. As soon as Noma, as soon as Noma goes out, they and, 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 and the thoughts lead very quickly to nothing on the other side. Oh, really? So oh. then just an abyss. Yes. I can help you. So I can so help you. No, really. What, uh, could you just keep foraging and foraging? No. I, I can answer nobody's that. Gonna, can... Nobody's going to care about foraging about three months <laughs> just before your book comes out. <laughs> your timing. Uh, right. Well, the, oh. the trend is collapsing as we sit here. Uh, and and so, so am I. Thank you very much. <laughs> like Evan, a kicked tent. No, honestly, now that I'm starting to get to know you, I'm very, very concerned and interested in you as a like as a, dad. a as a life coach, <laughs> as, a, as a dad. And I and I want to have, have this, I want to uh, have this comfortable talk couches. With you. <laughs> <laughs> you can always come over and eat a pork chop with me if if you need that, but. Um, right. What is it? What is the next step? Are you yeah, what's the future? Marry apology? a very rich woman who comes to the four hundred dollar tastings regularly. Oh, that might, that, that would something be like if that. If anyone would is happen. listening, yeah, no, but that could happen, couldn't it? He knows how to dance, and he's no, he's because you do have the like, you do have the like. I guess to to the Noma crowd. Now we're calling it the Noma crowd. <laughs> you have the kind of glamorous oh, wild. Sorry, Renee. But you have the glamorous wild man peasant thing going on, yeah. A little like you just came out of the woods. Do you dress up like that <laughs> when you turn up to these events? <laughs> Do you? Do you? You play it, don't you? You no, push it. I absolutely don't play it. No. Like you don't speak English, like tar like your Tarzan. <laughs> Are you raised by apes? <laughs> Maybe I should. Maybe I should do this. I mean, that is actually the next step, right? That should. could blend your modern dance background Perfect. with your thing. No, I, and then you could do a, you could do a you could do a yeah. That's genius. Uh, but well, no, is the answer. You're, you're sitting no, beside a, a, a certain genius, Julian. <laughs> Julian, as a life coach, has as you can see, has really made me the man <laughs> I am today. But okay, so just imagine yourself at a, at, at a dinner party. The the chef has invited you to be the the guest because you brought in all the stuff, and people have flown in all over the world for the thousand dollar seating. And you're sitting next to a very, very attractive woman of a certain age who um, has, has no life other than just going to these events. How certain and, of an age? Well, that, that's yeah. up to you. But anyway, I'm setting the scene, right? And you're sitting there politely, good posture, and you're eating properly. And you're not saying much. And, it, and she thinks that <laughs> because you're not saying much, you're actually listening to her. And she starts <laughs> to fall in love with or you. Or that I'm primitive. And you find out that she goes to these $1,000 events weekly in her private jet. Now, is that the next step from foraging into <laughs> being a gigolo? No. <laughs> no, but really, there, really, no, but seriously, oh, really? there must be an element. I mean, obviously, that's painting a, a slightly kind of broke scene out of it. But there must be an element of you, of, of the Lady Chatterley, the kind of Lady Chatterley's lover, where you're coming out of the woods with your hands full of mushrooms and whatever. And, and Darlings, let me tell you, the reality it, is starkly it, different than it, no, the picture that reveals more about reality. you than anything. We want you to be there. Uh, <laughs> no. Oh, my God, I want to form this picture in my head. I'm seeing you in a loincloth. Your, your job no, on just, a tickler is not to analyze so in a, <laughs> Your job is to... So it doesn't get you. So you're not scored. It's not... It's not. You don't see a next step in in what you're doing to uh, on a, a coincidence on a that would lead you into a relationship. No, I live in like rural Maine. Yeah, but they like I'm, that. <laughs> you no, just have to come out that, of rural that's, Maine that's once every only, few weeks. I only spend time there in rural. Yeah. yeah, but you come out and then you walk into Noma and there are all these <laughs> things and they're like, oh, "Who is the wild man with in the okay, loincloth?" The answer then is yes. <laughs> it happens all the time. Until we get to yes, I'm not prepared. <laughs> Uh, we want to. We want to make you. We want to turn you into the hero. Of okay, so it doesn't know. It doesn't know. You don't see it. You don't see an extension of this into phase. I, I've become what anyone wants to think I am. Yeah, <laughs> but, that's, uh, but it is a little bit glamorous because otherwise, which is why I spend the night in my truck alone. It's so sad. Life. But it has become a little bit glamorous because otherwise, who Tash and Steidel, whoever it was, uh, wouldn't be uh, wouldn't want you to write a book about it because those guys are hipsters. Yeah, I mean, they, it's, it's it's become this myth. Didn't that? But didn't they publish Renee's all of Renee's they did. books, they did. even the ones with no photographs and stuff? Where they're like, "This is a food guy oh, who." Journals, did, uh, but yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the journals. You book, know yeah. so much. Hey, I, I'm uh, just. <laughs> you know far more than I do about this. I'm just a hick, a country That's hick, so picking uh, 
you know, but same publisher, yeah? with some mushrooms. Same publisher. Same publisher, yeah. Because, because you guys got the hands in pants. <laughs> Excuse me. We got our hands in the succulents, uh, in the succulent patch. So actually, <laughs> actually, to bring it back down, uh, Evan is like new wine in a very old bottle. You know, he's just he's a new face on something that's been going on forever, and the world is just rediscovering it. And um, and he, he's going to be the personality that, that it, makes it for a moment. But it's all accidental. Uh, you know. Well, isn't all of life actually accidental? You didn't say that, though. <clears throat> you said that you spotted a, a Well, there was a trend a brewing, obviously. And it, but I was, I was already... So you accidentally you know, inserted yourself in But it was oh, a happy, you were already accident. Doing it, yeah. happy accident. Yeah, yeah, and then there were a couple <clears throat> of you know, uh, lucky breaks, if you will, yeah, or yeah. unlucky breaks, depending yeah. on how you view it. And then, yeah, and then I was selling to these restaurants. But it's not, like, it's not glamorous. It's just... I get the idea that your identity isn't really forged by foraging at all. Would you? So you, you, you just you happened onto it. It's a gig. You're sleeping in a truck, but uh, you know you got to figure I'm something. Sleeping on your be, couch. Uh, <laughs> before. Damn it. Yeah. That was in the contract <laughs> I signed. Everybody, everybody, I I didn't read that contract, and and Julian covers all of my contract work. But but uh, okay. So thinking about it though. I don't want to go too far down this, but think about like, okay, so you've got foraging as a kind of uh, a guerrilla commando kind of role within the whole Noma thing or whatever. But then, but then beyond that, okay, so to take it beyond that, what would be the next? You'd have to start your own restaurant. That would be the logical thing. That, that would happen. be nice. I mean, I can pick so much product. It'd be nice to have it for myself. Is that something? Because that is the logical well, thing. I, I, like, well, yeah, I, but I would never want to label it as uh, a restaurant that you know is serving forage. I wouldn't want the forage. I'm just as to be you, the theme. As your dad, I'm just trying yeah. to think of what the future of this whole thing. Because at the moment, it seems like you've hit a really lucky thing, but like I'm a little worried it might be a dead end street. Yeah, no, sure, I think so. So I, what are we going to do to like what? How, if we're going to get it out of the commando? Oh, I uh, forgot go, to like, I forgot to mention that the Liz Lerman Dance Exchange was a lot about. <laughs> Very old people dancing. Uh, older people dancing. So it's a big so, journey all the way back yeah, round to the to I have this idea that we, that everybody that you've picked up along the way, this is something I talked to David and Paul about, that now we're getting to an age where we've accrued this kind of collection of friends from all over the place, that the way to end all of this is to uh, form a big old people's home. Everybody, uh, everybody pile their resources together. Have an old people's home of everybody you've accrued through your life who you like being in. And then just play the end out, which is kind of like you coming back to the dance. Mm. That's very depressing. I, to, that, to get old with, with people like you, my very dear friend. Well, you're that, not coming in. You're not in. Uh, Who, why did you? Uh, so I've got even a better idea than I do a, need a place I've to got sleep. a better idea. <laughs> and, and because when you paint a picture like that, all we're doing is spending money, you know, to take care of ourselves. This is a way for no, us to both take care of ourselves. No, but with all of our friends around us. And make a boatload of money. A oh. Anybody here interested at the dinner what? table? Foraging? And, uh, well, no. that's the beginning. Did I miss out on that boatload? This is the beginning. No, we're supposed to play out the end without needing to make a boatload of money. Uh, or was this the, the okay. Give us your sequel idea. to the Cormac uh, McCarthy? Give us your idea. My idea is this, that I, I recognize, like the rest of us, that we are at the end of capitalism, that the boat's sinking, right? And, and, and it's the proof statement is, and, and I think Chris Hedges said this, that, that we have vomited out at the end of this thing. A guy like Trump is evidence that the boat is going down. Sure. But as it goes down, this would be a lovely party to have. All of us old guys, okay? would do this we would have evan out there foraging and picking this stuff up and he can sell that if he wants to a restaurant as a commodity and he's going to get a dollar he can bring it to us and uh, the people that are part of this commune have had other lives and these other lives have been in the description and the packaging and the branding of things now i don't want to be gross about this but consider the new wine in an old bottle. We take all of that stuff that you've picked up off the forest floor with a little expansion like um, bark and um, nettle spines, and we grind it up and, and we turn it into a tickler medicine cabinet where we promise 
okay, in a homeopathic way, that these forage products are going to get rid of arthritis, uh, relieve the pains of third phase of pregnancy, destroy parasites, on and on and on. And, and we have a traveling. Instead of sitting in one place, we have a road show with a beautiful... It's yeah. like a, a medicine show. This is yeah, like a medicine show, and, medicine and with show? horses, horses will drag oh our cart around. I think we gave you ten and, minutes to get to the <laughs> point of the medicine no, show. No, but then. come on, we. And then Evan gets out in his dance, modern dancing thing, and he and he <laughs> preaches. He says, he says that he's you know, 120 this, years old. Thank God, but that, look at him. Thank right? God, radio okay. is an is an audience. Liz Lerman <laughs> shows up, <laughs> Liz and says, "I've been eating the tickler medicines foraged by Evan forever, and look at me. What do you think?" We turn it medicinal. We get a magnitude of order more than selling it for food. See, this is, this dude, is great. Dude, I need people like you because all I can do is yeah, pick. I'm just yeah. like, I'm, no, but I'm we just could, a peasant. We can turn this stuff. And, and I can identify the things. I can pick. <clears throat> so, and then we No, but really, what is beyond it? <laughs> I mean, you don't want to just keep going out every day and picking stuff. Yeah, that was fun for a long time because it was like, oh, my God, people really want this right. sea cucumber thing or whatever that I'm getting. No, sea cucumber. How do you know about sea cucumber, by the way? Well, I don't know whether it is a sea cucumber. Yeah. Can you pick that? They're under the sea. The Chinese yeah. they're, they're are living in most they're like of fish. You have to swim down to get that. You don't do that. <laughs> no, <I laughs> You're don't. not like one of those <laughs> one of those Filipinos <laughs> where, like, people who hold their breath. I've seen them. You, days, you stay inside a lot, I think, Julian. All right, so... Well, how do you feel about being asked what's next? Let's ask one more time. Well, and, I, and get serious about I'm it. I'm as uncomfortable as Julian seems to be about it because <laughs> I, I have no idea. And it seems I'm not very interested in doing this. Yeah, any forever. Longer. Well, no, any longer. Not even today. Like, no, this is you talk about this right tonight. here, right now. <laughs> hello, hello. This is the end. Uh, you know, it's... Uh, well, I'm here Really, for is you, that man. true? You're running out of steam on the foraging front? <laughs> Hello, Noma. Hello, Noma. He's running out of steam on the foraging front. Rene, you need a replacement. Raise your prices till you get fired. Right. And that's have you told Frederick? <laughs> <laughs> or is this the telling? You just didn't want to do it directly, so you wanted to do it sideways on the radio. It I'm definitely be. sending him the let, podcast. Okay, let's let's get back. People listen to the show. He's uh, like, nobody who, listens. To well, the I'm going to force him to listen to it. Now. What about what happens when you are foraging in your truck all by yourself, and it's you glorious. just and and you're lonely, and you and you I'm say to lonely. yourself, "There's more to life than this. I, I want a partner. I want to find a woman right. who will make me forage with feel, me. Yeah, forage with me. Did, does that ever happen to you? That sounds very tedious. But, well, no, um, no, no, no. The thing is, the whole foraging thing, because the whole foraging thing built into it has a kind of hunter gatherer like you're going. Let me tell you, the best moments that yeah. I experience it are when I, uh, toward the end of the season, usually when there's not much to pick, and I I just escape by myself, mm. and if there are, and I go out into the you know the mountains and whatever rural places, and I'm I'm by myself looking for those late fall mushrooms mm. and sometimes the crop is is wonderful and mm. um and but i'm not beholden to anyone any restaurant and i'm just out there uh, uh mm. you know on the scent on the that's that's on the lovely. Prowl looking for those things that i know are there and i know how to find them i know their habitat i know their season but i'm not uh, at that point i'm not in it for the for the sell yeah yeah do I people ever see myself. you when you're in that state? Uh, no. Yeah, you're just out there alone. Yeah, furtive. Okay, back to the original thing, though, because the whole concept of foraging, if you think, like, because it does have a hunter-gatherer, like, the theory is you go out, you gather all these bits and pieces or whatever, you bring them home, and you put them <laughs> in front of Frederick. But if it wasn't Frederick, on a more primal level, you'd be like, here... Well, no. Yeah, I mean, my my darling it, is. It, it is true stuff. that doing these things, like finding a good crop of a, a certain plant or mushroom, you know, unexpectedly, is very wonderful. But if you're doing it just by yourself, yeah, it, it doesn't exist. There's it's a only, back end. It's, 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 a it's a tree in the forest. Real. It's a tree in the forest. Precisely. Totally. Yeah. So so so. This so. is why you have friends and you bring them mackerel. You know, when you catch them, you know, up. But shouldn't it be on a more primal level? If we're talking about Stone Age man, because that's what you are. You're yeah. like modern Stone Age man. Yes. You would be life. going back to your cave, and you'd be, like, banging on the thing, and there'd be Mrs. Mrs. Evan, the forager, being like, oh, my God, what'd you get? And you're like, I got these nuts and berries and uh, things or whatever. So is this a whole... So ultimately, is this thing a, a kind... Is that where you're going? Is that, like, a big scream 
for like the back end. Like Frederick is in fact like a, a, a surrogate wife. <laughs> yes, oh. all the restaurants are. But you know oh. what I mean. All like the restaurants are. It right. makes it real. Right. Without right. that, totally, I wouldn't care to do it. Who totally. cares? Oh, totally. Without totally. Someone totally. on the receiving end. Right. 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 Whether it's your friend that you're with. Okay. So if there was, whether a, it's the restaurant at the other end. So if there was a Mrs. Um, Evan that you were taking it back to, would that eliminate the need for um, all for all of Brooklyn? Well, only if she liked it. Only if she liked the stuff that you were bringing home. Of course. Right, so we're assuming you. she is. Well, she said, uh, so uh, is, I'm busy reading the... So, so is all of this Is all of this just a cry for help on your part? Or a cry for somebody to fill the role? Of, Mommy. No, but is it a cry for you to fill... Is that what you're looking for, ultimately? Is somebody to <laughs> affirm you by, by, no, by, I mean, by, by cradling no. your acorns in their palm? I mean, yes and no. I mean, it's nice to... We're all looking for affirmation, you know. So... Uh, Right. Are you looking for a girlfriend is what I'm asking. <laughs> well, what are we? Are we? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, that's just one night. Oh. That couch was comfortable. But is that what that all is? Yeah. That's like a big, giant um, replacement for, uh, for the <laughs> hunter-gatherer coming back to try and find. You can't just laugh. I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe the public. You know better than I. I don't. People no. know the other person better than you know we know ourselves right oh but i mean just looking at you for a few minutes right. yeah no it's true well hey no i don't think it's uh, a cry for it i it's nice whoever the company is when this thing is happening if they enjoy it if they understand that you're finding something that's special then that's what, affirmation enough. what have we got in your bag i have plenty of friends who you know enjoy these things so i can bring them in really what's what's in your bag what's left over from uh, and now you've distributed amongst you know all the other people like wayside cider and all these other people that you went to before no, you came no, out. No. what's left for the tickler is there anything there's nothing in your freezer in your in your cooler no, no? I, I only expect right now but uh, do so, you have nothing left do you have some mackerel no i had nothing uh, this is i only i came with virtually nothing i'm not you came picking. with mackerel because I, I came keep with mackerel. And, I see Andrew and Gentle's are, pictures of yeah. mackerel over and over and over I, again. I came with mackerel and they're gone. Unfortunately, there were only so many. I delivered them to two spots. But Where not. did they? So wayside cider and who else? Well, not even wayside cider. I just had them in my car. Whoever wanted to. Oh, because you're them, a forager. Yeah, like I have some well, mackerel. They're, in they're my delicious, car. right? And, and they're in season. But there was somewhere else before that you were doing. It's it. true. Uh, Where was the other place? Tim Barber's. House. Oh, Tim Barber's. Yeah. House, that's right. Yeah. We're not on the list of places no it's just uh you are but they didn't last i didn't bring enough so there's nothing left rare and I'm precious um, where are we going to eat tonight uh to be determined but i'm i'm reminded of a persian poet uh, that that we all read when we were teenagers carl gibran oh. and he had a he had a he work had is a, love made visible Exactly. That's what I was going to And that's why you and I need to open up the medicine shop. Man. But I listened to Evan, and, and, and that comes to mind because his, his work truly is love made visible. Mm. And that is its own end. And, uh, and, and we're coming to the end of the evening tickler. And, and I'm, I'm reminded that at table, so many important things are explored and, and discovered again and again and again. The, the new wine and the old bottle comes up. And, and um, if you ever have a chance to eat at a restaurant that has on the menu uh, foraged by Evan, pay the price. Pay the crazy exorbitant wait, price. Wait, wait, wait. A Do small part of that will go into his pocket and allow him to put gas into his miserable truck. which you've got to live. But what, um, where is <laughs> Wait, in the Catskills, yeah? In the Catskills? Somebody, you supply... There's, Occasionally, no, not on a regular not basis. Not so much. No. no. Brushland, Brushland. Yeah. And provide occasionally, yeah. I'd like yeah. to bring really? the mackerel on occasion. Oh, they do mackerel? Oh, of course. I've never seen mackerel on their... Uh, Those are, yeah, one night only. We should go there tonight. Could do. Oh. Oh, hey. hey. The captain has just come it's in. that moment. And, uh, and a transition is happening, and... You know, it's very easy for us to know what the next phase of our life is, unlike you, Evan. You know, you're, you're, the future for you is just black. But for us, we know <laughs> that it's bright because we got the captain coming in, and he's, he's going to make the world a better place. Looking for ideas. Um, so, uh, Julian. Uh, Are well, you going to forage here a little bit while you're here? Should we forage on the way home? Yeah, we should. Me we and you? absolutely should. Yeah. yeah. We'll pick Chantrelle for dinner. Maybe black Can we really, Could we really find some? I was, I was thinking between about here and getting home. Are you kidding me? We could put, oh, no. My well, I don't know. Okay, I have a new intern. 
I would I would suggest this. What we go across the street to the public and have a martini. No, let's get let's really do that on the way home. Let's see if we can find a mushroom. All right, no, I've well. never found a mushroom. Oh, oh my God! Man. Look at you rolling your eyes. Once, <laughs> once again, we could be we, eating we're, wonderful we're, mushroom toast tonight. With, like, we are leaving. Laden with mushrooms. Let's get some mushrooms. We are leaving uh, better people than we arrived. Uh, the evening tickler thanks you. Oh, my God. 